1: Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind. Working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work? I feel sorry for me.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, yeah.
2: Fun sun and surfs. It's the Rod Peterson Show.
1: That is a fact. It is the RP show coming at you live, hour two. Fun fact: where I currently am, Boca Raton, Florida, is the hometown of Rick Regan, our big voice guy. How about that? How about that? Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. And people have a lot of questions and funny comments about that. And we can get to those. A very wonderful topic has come up that I'm. I had to bring in Darren Moose, DuPont for He is the other half of the show. He's in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The show is being directed out of Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, produced in Toronto on television, on, Ga- yep, on Game Plus TV, and also on radio, WQEE Atlanta. We are truly a North right America-wide on. show, and that's what, that's what works. Hi, Moose. Um, before I get to these, com- these uh, company questions from the viewers... Did you hear we're talking about the nicknames, the the, uh, Mount Rushmore of nicknames? Did you hear that near the end of hour one?
3: Yeah, I just caught the tail end of it. But but yeah, interesting when you start thinking about who would be on the Mount Rushmore of of nicknames for sure. Thank you. You were.
1: I didn't mean to catch you off guard, but I didn't catch you off guard. Way to go. I was not trying to test you. (laughs) But they said Knuckles, Mount Rushmore of nicknames. For a couple of reasons it is. So we had Chris Knuckles Nyland with us. Stanley Cup champion for the Montreal Canadiens. And I've never seen Darren so, sorry to say, but scared in all my life. Sitting around their supper table uh, on the banks <laughs> of the St. Lawrence River. Yeah. And I, we, we, we've we told the story before. But it was one of the greatest nights of my life. And I'm sure it was yours, too. You can actually go to the uh, Rod Peterson official. Sorry. The Rod Peterson Show on Instagram, you'll see a photo there from that specific night. It's an exciting day for us, too. Trying to slow it all down. We are live on Shaw Rogers. We've been literally waiting for this for years. Darren knows that. Our whole crew knows that. Millions more homes in Western Canada now have access to us infecting their minds every day from 10 a.m. mountain to noon. So I'm very excited about that. Okay, so Knuckles now with us last hour coming up. Zig Precossi here in hour two from Sirius XM NFL Radio. My favorite nickname ever all time over is Boom Boom. Boom Boom. Boom Boom Jeffrey on. And um, I asked Serena her input. And if I don't know if it's her favorite or not, but she said Babe. Babe Ruth. I didn't even know that he had a real name. This is from Serena. She said Babe His real name is George. George. How about that? How
3: about that? Do you have one? Tiger. Do you have one? Tiger Woods. (laughs) Yeah. He's Eldrick Woods. Um, Tiger, I think, is is all time for me. Um, And same with Babe Ruth. It's the same. Like when your nickname is so synonymous, Rocket Richard, you know, was another one. It wasn't quite the same because I don't know if Rocket Richard was replaced his first name in the program and on the hockey cards right but it did for tiger woods yeah well when the the name tiger comes up i <laughs> i think it tiger
1: williams that shows the difference between yours and my age difference i automatically think it tiger williams the nhl's yeah. all-time penalty re- minute record holder so the beautiful thing about that nickname is it covers two names as does knuckles because that's the nickname of the Hall of Fame Broadcaster of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers And also Chris Knuckles now. And So we got Tiger, that's four faces We're done, Tiger and Knuckles <laughs> <laughs> um, But I also like Boom Boom Everybody, what's your favorite nickname? Let us know that's watching On Game Plus TV right now So we will get to Everybody needs to also slow down and realize That the viewers do not run the show The inmates do not run the asylum Darren and I do so we'll get to as many of your comments as we uh, can. Recap, Blue Jays lost 10-7 to Cleveland in extra innings on Sunday. Are their playoff hopes fading? Well, if you talk to any Jays fan, they think that. Two and a half out as they get set to host Washington tonight. It's like the only game on the sports schedule. Uh, the only NFL game Sunday night was the Saints over the Texans 17-13. And by the way, the top three quarterbacks... Uh, from last year's draft of all claim starters' jobs, Richardson with the Colts out of Florida, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud in Houston from OSU, and my guy Bryce Young in Carolina. Roll tide. We recap week twelve in the Canadian Football League, and if you want, we can go back to that. Your winners were Edmonton, Winnipeg, Hamilton, and Toronto. Ang wins the CPKC. That's the LPGA's Canadian Championship for women. Lionel Messi is on the hot streak, nine in a row. inter Miami's one with him. And then this one with Trey Lance. (laughs) Okay. Kevin the Medium has checked in. That that might be one of the best nicknames. But he says one of the best nicknames has to be Buffalo Bill for Steven in North Dakota. And you weren't even there. I know. (laughs) Spicy. Where Where do the best nicknames come out of? Sitting around a table in a bar which is exactly where we were. And a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, who will remain nameless, was referencing our friend Stephen and goes, it rubs lotion on its skin. And we all erupted and laughed. Um, Okay, it was funny. Glenn Baumbach writes in from the audience. He says, Moose Messier. Yeah, no. And as a matter of fact, the great Serena Dunn, that I call her the advisor to this show, and we'll probably get her on by the end of the week. She says, can we say the great one? And I'm like, no. If you walk into a room and said, hi, great one, you probably wouldn't even look up. That's not, you know, she's just, I'm just saying, you walk in, hey, Boom Boom. Hey, Knuckles. You know, that's what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's not how. Like, to the point
1: you don't even Nick- know their first name. Uh-huh. Exactly.
3: You can use the nickname interchangeably. Like the great one is cool, um, but it's not it's I don't know what I would call it. It's not really a nickname, right? Like, you know, Sid the Kid, like you're not gonna use that, you know. No, it's uh, bad. Grade eight. Yeah. They're good in, in a way, but they're not nicknames that you would call somebody. That makes yeah, sense. Can you imagine OV over- grade eight? They bully you if you said
1: something stupid like Yeah. You know, Darren, when uh, watching in Salt Lake City, writes in and he says, uh, Dr. J, Clyde, the snake, Stabler. Oh, by the way, in the end, it'll just be me and Darren's opinion that matters because we're the hosts. Scott in Toronto says, Pinball Clemens. Yeah, the kind of nickname that makes you forget what their real name is. Yeah. Rocket covers two guys, too. Maurice Richard and Raghia Bishmail covers two guys. Um, But on that NFL vein, if we were ever on it, uh, our poll question today for Key Auto Group is, should the Dallas Cowboys have consulted Prescott before acquiring Trey Lance? I frankly can't even believe this is a thing. But at Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. I want to circle back on some things here because an hour ago, it goes real fast, the quick six show topics. And so at hour one, it was well over 90% of people said, no, they didn't need to consult the starting quarterback when they acquired his backup, Ray Land. Then it dropped to like 80. So it's coming down where I'm saying... Things have changed. Allie in Texas writes in. She's watching. She says he doesn't have to, but if you want to talk with your players, it would be a good thing. I think the most successful teams and companies at have good communication. Just my opinion. That's Allie in Texas. Scott, whom I believe is in Toronto, writes in. He says, would the boss of a company consult his employees before he brought in a new employee? Doubt it. Yeah, but how's that company running? How happy are his employees? Because these days, we're seeing it in sports. You need to be happy to perform the days of just nose to the grindstone and being treated like junk, like I was my whole career. Thank God they're gone. What knocked me into therapy and gave me drinking problems. So I'm just saying we need to examine this a little bit.
3: We got to examine this a little bit. Have you changed your thoughts? Have you put some more thought into this? No, I still think they should have consulted DAC. I mean, they look at a business isn't going to you know um, discuss with all the employees hiring a new employee all the time. It's not, and it's not needed in every situation. But if you're an intimate group in a in a small department, and all of a sudden we're going to bring somebody else in, um, yeah, you kind of want to let the team know that's coming. Um, so they can adjust and understand what the roles are, what the expectations are, what this new person's there to do. Because otherwise, everyone, you're right, is going to be looking over their shoulder. They're going to be wondering what's going on, and are they going to be happy? So, yeah, you want to make sure your people are happy. That's important.
1: Well, you would think. <laughs> you know, you would think. and I talk about past, past employers. I don't mind saying it. They know it's true. Let's go, let's go to court and talk about it. Put our hand on a Bible. You'd be nothing without us. You're lucky we employ you. It was abusive talk. And, of course, me going, oh, my God, they're right. I suck. I'm a bad person. I'm horrible. Give me a drink. No. No. Michael in Winnipeg from Ice Time Sports is watching. Hey, Michael. He says, Walt, (laughs) best nickname ever for Keith Kachuk. Uh, was that after the bus driver in Slapshot or is it, was is that his dad's name? Why'd they call him Walt? I don't know. Um, ah, events. a good one. His real name's Jerry Watson. Ah, I was hoping his parents named him Bubba. That would have been cool. Um, uh, Nelson also says the money hunter. Mon Shadrach Hunter. Yeah, but again, Nelson, were you watching the whole time? Like, if you walked into the room, would you say, hey, Money Hunter? Maybe they will. I don't know. And that's not the only Money Hunter. Uh, Bart Hunter, my, one of my favorite, not the, but one of the my favorite all-time Regina Pat Scoldies. You, you might know Bart Hunter. Uh, Pat was the Blades radio color guy for a long time. Just right. before or after you, Bart Hunter, the Money Hunter? Yeah, before. Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, Iron Mike Tyson. Yes, that's the best one. Don't touch me, Mike. (laughs) Uh, Jordan in Calgary says, ultimately, they should have told Dak about it. And that's my point. Thank you for bringing us back on track. This is where the train went off the tracks with the Green Bay Packers. Whether Aaron Rodgers was right or not, he was upset. That he was not consulted about Jordan Love. And I don't know the answer to being drafted in the first round. I don't know the answer to this. Because, hey, I'd like to sit down with Aaron Rodgers and say, Aaron, don't be a Sharon. Don't be a Karen. That would be better. Don't be a Karen. Because Brett Favre wasn't consulted when we drafted your ad. And maybe somebody tried to tell him that. I don't know. But do you see how that just, it's not wiki wiki. It's not getting through to them. Do you you know what I mean? Hey, Aaron,
3: this happens. It's life. They're just not accepting it. I guess it depends on the personality, too, right? It does. It depends on the personality and the time and stuff because, you know, know, what happened with Favre, the same situation. They drafted Aaron Rodgers, and then it spelled the end of Brett Favre eventually, Um, but even Aaron Rodgers is doing it. He's seeing... You know, Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay and have all these personnel decisions that he has a hand in and recruiting guys to come play with them. And, and he's being consulted on things and being a part of the group, and he's seeing that with some other quarterbacks and kind of wanting to be treated the same way. He feels like he's earned it, maybe he did, in Green Bay. Um, maybe Dax earned it, too. I'm not really sure, but this is Jerry Jones yeah. we're talking about. There's only one Jerry Jones, and Jerry's going to do it Jerry's way. Period. Well, I knew
1: this was going to happen, and I mentioned this off the top. Maybe you just tuned it in, everybody. Uh, This is a monumental day for us. I'm not sure even everybody on our team understands how big of a day that it is. We're now on Shaw Rogers channel number 230 all across Western Canada. That's millions more homes. We don't know the exact number, but we're getting to it. Which means the text line's so full, I can't get to all the messages. I was... Hoping for the day that that would happen. But somebody wrote in earlier. I lost it. There are so many messages I can't get to him. But he said it's Jerry's job to get wins for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yes, but can you look at it this way? By pissing off your quarterback, it might actually be hurting the team. Right? <laughs> That's the difference between old school and new school. Yeah, we don't have, the, we don't have to tell you anything. No, you don't have to. But if he got 53 ticked-off guys in the locker room or one quarterback who happens to make $45 million this year and we need him happy, do you see the difference? Daryl Sutter, Ryan Huska. <laughs> Big difference. Um, Jim in Saskatchewan writes in, he's my favorite nickname and goalie, Glenn Chico Resch from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Chico and I by an outdoor hockey rink by Scott Collegiate in Regina. Outdoor rink. Listen after the rink. And he goes, I peed my pants right there when I was ten years old. (laughs) I was like, What? He goes, Oh yeah. If I have the story right, I think he had older brothers or something and he had to go to the bathroom and they wouldn't let him go to the bathroom. Here's Chico playing as a youngster on this outdoor rink in Regina. And they have these shacks by these uh, All my friends in Florida, they think about Canada like this dreamland of outdoor rink, which, by the way, it is. And Chico's like, uh, they wouldn't let me go. I went into the shack and I peed my pants and it froze. Had to wait for my mom to come get us.
3: Unreal.
4: (laughs) Uh,
1: So I have a story for just about everybody. Uh, We'll be back right after this. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network wqee radio podcast and youtube
4: ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition
1: Okay, the RP show continues on this beautiful Monday. We are on Television Network, which I keep talking about us now being added to Shaw's lineup, Channel 230. Shaw Rogers. We're also airing in 31 U.S. states. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE podcast, and YouTube Live. So I'm here in South Florida, as you see. The Moose is in Toronto, and uh, more serious sports talk coming up, but we just hit on something here. Nicknames and uh, Troy in Toronto, whom you know. You met him at an Argos game recently. He goes, I like Goose Gossage. Man, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. From, yeah. From the text line, Kirk in Toronto writes and he says, uh, BC Lions Swervin' Mervyn Fernandez. Oh, yeah. It took about 0. .7 seconds up with that
3: Re- Really? Really? Cujo was another good one that you just lost the first name, right? It's the first two letters of each of his name. Right, but it comes out of the Stephen King book. I know it works both ways. Yes. It's not just, it's yes, not yes, a, yes, yes, yes. it's Sorry. not a, it's not, no, 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 but you're right. Cause I was thinking about that. Cause it is, it's boring. Cause it's the first two letters of the name, but it's not like dupes or Petey or, you know what I mean? It's not one of those boring <laughs> names. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then his mask became Cujo. Right. I got a story about Curtis Joseph. I want to hear it. Yeah. We were doing a banquet in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, the Opportunity Capital. And um, me, him, and Corey Sheep, Great Cup champion 2013 Saskatchewan. Curtis Joseph was standing with his hands on the podium and he was shaking so hard he was rattling. You know when the mic has that sound that, you know, it's rattling? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, he's Curtis Joseph, for the love of God. 19 years in the NHL. I think he's the all-time leader for games played by a goalie. I think, up there anyways, at the time, I think he's been surpassed. What do you got to be nervous about? You know? And then he came and sat down afterwards. He's like, oh, it's nervous Rick. He's like, I hate public speaking. I'm like, yeah, but you're so good at it. Which I hate because I get that all the time, too. And he's like, well, my wife said I got a great life story, which incidentally he does. Go out and buy the book Cujo and you read it. But he, I just never forget Just rot with sweat. And the funny thing was, he talked about stopping bread hole's one-timers in practice. Back those old Easton aluminum sticks, you must have played with one. And he said bread hole would turn those things, they would look like a banana by the time practice was over. And they would toss them to the lesser-known players to use, <laughs> turn them the other way to try and bend them back. And Corey Sheets was literally the pride of Tampa, Florida, whom I still keep in touch with. I love him. Sheets is sitting there just like. And I'm like, what, 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 what? And he goes, what's a one-timer? I'm like, <laughs> I'm more impressed that you're listening. You know what I mean? So I said, it's when you pass yeah. the puck and then you one-time it. Oh, Sheets was listening. I was really impressed by that.
4: Could have easily been tuned up. Uh, okay.
1: I was for half the speech. Let's be honest. Um, there's some nicknames here that I don't even understand nor get. Uh, you know, back on point to my commentary today that you hear it a lot in the States, football's back. And with the CFL haters, they say real football's back. This is what I'll say. The CFL, the Canadian Football League, had a three-month head start, but now football's back. I'm not going to call it real football, but university football in Canada, college football here in the States, NFL kickoffs 10 days away or whatever it is, high school football, regular season's underway. Football is really back. And on Saturday, as we go back and talk about, I'm sorry, but this snowflake generation, which I might be making more of it than should be, but. Western Mustangs and the Ontario University Athletic Association route York 83 to nothing. Did you have some thoughts on that? Like, Western's starting quarterback was pulled at halftime. He'd thrown for 305 yards and five touchdowns by halftime. I know. You saw the debate that I sparked with that sort of were they running up the score? What are you supposed to do? And if, and if they weren't, why is York. York even have a program anymore? Because I guess they get spanked like that all the time.
3: It's too bad. It really is. Um, We don't see the 83 nothing. so if that was a thing, we would really have to do something about it. Um, Good good play. I mean, you can't play them into the second half when it's going like that. You've got all you need to accomplish, but football's the one game where it's hard to not run up the score, if that makes sense, because In hockey, you can pass the puck around a little more and not shoot. You know, in football, you can run the ball and not throw it downfield, but you can't tell guys to not run to the end zone. That's how you get hurt when you start letting up and doing those things, right? You can't tell guys to go down in football because that's even more embarrassing. So in football, more than any other sport, it's really, really tough to avoid running up the score when you're that much better. Really hard.
1: I, and I've been around it so much that I don't really know what the answer is. And we've got some <laughs> more great suggestions have come in for the best nicknames. And I, I, again, I will go on my tombstone. He was misunderstood. I think we're into the 100 stories of floors now of my tombstone, Moose. But my definition of best nicknames are kind of what's taken a little... Um, creativity you know like randy in winnipeg writes that he says mr october ah we're talking about reggie jackson we all know who mr october no so yeah but again he played his best in october mine is still boom boom but maybe i'm just stuck on that old the romanticized 50s 60s era of sports you know, the old cigar chomp and sports writer with a fedora, riding the train. Move on, Rod.
3: But th- that um, was the era of the best nicknames. Like, they're, they're, they're just lazy I mean. now, right? They're lazy. But there yes. was two hockey ones, and I, and I wouldn't know the origination of, um, that just popped in Ace Bailey kind of took over. Is it a Garnet, Ace Bailey? So Ace kind of yeah. took over his name. Kinda and then wh- recently, Noodles. I don't know where Noodles came from. Jamie you
1: got to read his book, which I did. we got to try and get noodles on again. Steve, um, Jamie McLennan. Uh, Jack Fulton's watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, howdy, boys. Florida, Toronto, and I'm still in Vulcan slash Calgary. Some things stay the same. Some change a lot. Uh, we'll be talking lots about Florida, but I can tell you that I really do love it, And which reminds me, Jack says, Broadway, Joe. Oh, yeah. Go and uh, watch that. What is it? 30 for 30 or whatever about Joe Namath. (laughs) There's a story where the morning of the AFC championship, whatever year it was, 1969, the two cops who let Joe Namath out of jail in Manhattan put money on, I think it was the Bills, who the Jets were playing. They let Namath out of jail that morning. goes no way he'll win. He was up in the drunk tank all night. They go out and he tosses five touchdowns and the Jets win. <laughs> why do they, they it call it Broadway Joe? Oh, it's, it's in the documentary. That's not rumor. Um, and that's why we own, owns the 55 plus age demographic because Our viewers know who these guys are. Uh, Jordan uh, writes in, says, by the way, who are some good college quarterbacks to watch this season? Well, I'm watching one in particular, and that's Curtis Rourke. And uh, what a job we have. I got up and started reading winners and losers from week zero in the college football season. And that's where I learned that Curtis Rourke got hurt for the Ohio Bobcats. Didn't finish the game. They lost at San Diego State against the Aztecs. And um, I don't know how much you're following that story, but I'm following right now one. There will be more. He's coming here September 9th, assuming that he's healthy to take on the FAU. (laughs) I just heard from FAU, by the way, about getting media credentials for the season. Do you know that you can change? You know when you want to like, heart, dislike somebody's message? Ha-ha. Exclamation, you can make your own. (laughs) This person from the FAU owls, their little whatever it is, what do you call that? Yeah. When you press on it, it's an owl. What? Yeah, it's an owl. Yes. (laughs) That's cool. I want my own.
3: You got to talk to the emoji people.
1: God, believe me, I got a lineup of emojis that I want. I want a barn. I want a truck wagon. I want a gate. I want all these emojis made. Now, forget it. Yeah. We've moved on from emojis. This is the reaction emoji. It's
3: the I next know, level. So the text messages. Insane. But quarterbacks, <laughs> well, was a if I can. <laughs> if quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes. Caleb Williams at USC. Probably the number one pick. He's rolling. Mm. Had a great game last week. So, definitely following him. And then, um, a little closer to me. But I think he's got some NFL looks here. J.J. McCarthy in, in Michigan is another quarterback to watch. The
1: uh, Indianapolis Colts pick next spring. Is that what you're saying?
3: <laughs> well, they may be content with uh, Richardson, but somebody's going to take them.
1: Well, they're going to be terrible. Look at the yeah. Houston Texans. Draft a quarterback every year. Uh, Jordan in Calgary says, it's a reaction. Thank you, Jordan. We bring the old generation together with the new generation. We call it the Rod Peterson show every day. Noon Eastern. Regarding York getting blown out 83 to nothing, Troy in Toronto says, York has no one to blame but themselves. They have the money to hire a good coach and ability to recruit like other universities. When I went there 35 years ago, they were crap. Figure it out. Um, Nelson says, by the way, university football is also a beast where if you're a football school, you're always going to be good. If you're York, you're just a dog that might have its day. Why would you even want to play for that program i don't i don't understand it am i misread like if you're that awful every year i guess you can't just quit or can
3: you? yeah you can't, i just you can't i don't quit. know the answer mm-hmm. i don't know if there is one i don't know if there is one and i mean for the players you know you got players who maybe aren't going to make a U of S huskies or a you know um a McMaster or a Western Mustang. So York's where you go play, maybe. I, I'm learning more about it every day.
1: These are guys that aren't there to play football. I mean, Darren, you and I come from areas where yeah. guys go to school to play football. It's like the Craven right. Country Jamboree. The big country fest with 35,000. Apparently, people go there to watch music.
3: <laughs> what? It's a little like Army-Navy, you know too. I mean? Like, I'm learning more about Army-Navy Army, and the rivalry there. And when you watch and you go yeah. back in the stats, they just play on the weekend in Notre Dame. But I think Navy did. But you look at Army-Navy, they don't throw the football because they're not there to play football. They're there for military and yes. well, the Navy yes. and, and the Army. So they don't have quarterbacks. I mean, they do, but they only throw the ball, each of them, like three, four, five times a game, period. It's all run, run game.
1: Uh, Let me just uh, look at this, by the way. What was it? Notre Dame destroyed Army on the weekend, correct? What was that? 26th. Look at the stats. Larry in South Carolina was asking me if I watched the high school game that day. Yeah, 42-3. to Notre Dame beat Navy. Yeah. Look at the passing stats. I
3: bet she threw it three times. Four times, maybe.
1: Allie in Texarkana says, this show is so awesome. it could even get this hockey girl into football. John in... Kansas City says, I don't think the Hebrew hammer would be an acceptable nickname today. Al Rosen of the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It depends who you're talking to. Yeah, that quarterback in Winni- Winnipeg, Indian Jack Jacobs, he's all known by that. I don't think they would use that nickname now, but they still call him that. I don't understand it. Moose, great chat today. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. You bet. Zig Fricasse joins us next. From Sirius XM NFL Radio, he is my NFL insider and number one guy. If you've got questions for him, fire him at us. EMJ Marketing text line 3033 Or in the streaming chat, we'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, podcast and YouTube Live. very exciting time in the world uh, football four down football is back three downs been around for about three months they got a head start but you all know i would hope zig for name and voice from sirius xm nfl radio joining us today from new york how you doing ziggy ziggy oi 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 what's up brother <laughs> what's going on
2: big rod how are you my friend
1: I'm great. If you don't mind, let's jump right into this. Yours and my teams, the Cowboys and our poll question today is should Jerry Jones have consulted Dak Prescott before acquiring Trey Lance? I would voted no, but I understand why some would say yes, he should have caused all kinds of problems in Green Bay when they didn't consult Aaron Rodgers on drafting Jordan Love. How do you answer that?
2: I would say no, just for the fact it's Jerry's team and you can say you know, do what you want and Obviously, the cynicism is, yeah, it looks what happened since 1995. But it's one of those things where, and we had Babe Laufenberg on my show yesterday, the longtime quarterback and now analyst with Brad Sham on Cowboys Broadcast. And I think it was one of those things, Rod, where the deal just moved so darn fast, Jerry probably didn't have time, or I guess the desire, to tell anybody, although McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, did make it known that he wanted a developmental quarterback. So why not take a guy on a a chance on a guy that they had a second round grade on, by the way. So they get a fourth rounder, do the Niners. You get a guy who has limited playing experience, though he does have some starting NFL experience. He's a developmental guy. There's no question about that. There's also the narrative to Rod that maybe this wasn't a message to Dak. I've always been kind of a contrarian. I tend to disagree. I think there is. A little bit of a subtle thing going on here where this kid has upside. Let's not forget, Dak is 30, and they're always saying the right things about him getting a new contract because, what is it, next year his cap number goes up near $60 million. So if they keep Dak, it'd probably be on a shorter-term deal. But I think all in all, Rod, this is probably a good move for the Cowboys. I thought they did Will greer right. actually let him play the whole game on Saturday to get him some tape out there. So, uh, and if anything, it protects them too. If Cooper Rush ultimately did leave, so Lance could, uh, if he makes progress, ascend to the backup spot.
1: Wonderfully said. What were your other NFL preseason takeaways? As it's all over now, and we get ready for the regular season.
2: Good question. Uh, I saw, I saw a Houston Texans team. Uh, through the preseason, responding to their new head coach, D'Amico Ryan. So, and they won the game last night down in New Orleans. So, and they finally announced that CJ Stroud would be the starter. Um, not sure why D'Amico did that, maybe just to make sure that Stroud wasn't burdened with the expectation he was going to start. So, uh, I thought the Texans played fairly hard during the preseason. Uh, Some other things that I kind of took out, obviously, there's a buzz. I was at the game the other night with the Jets and the Giants and uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's clear that uh, there's an aura around him, and he played a couple of series uh, against the Giants. Did have a touchdown drive, got rid of the ball very quick because he he knows how to protect himself. So uh, there's clearly a buzz with the Jets. There's an expectation there. And those are some of the other things that stuck out. I thought Bryce Young. Uh, the number one overall pick of the NFL draft. I thought there were moments that he looked very good, although that uh, offensive line in Carolina, Rod, continues to be uh, a concern. So those were some of the things that stuck out to me in terms of the preseason.
1: Hey, tell me, what was it like at MetLife? Because I heard from people that were there that it was the Giants' home game, yet more Jets fans, as you know how loud and annoying they can be, uh, all excited (laughs) about Aaron Rodgers. What was the scene like?
2: (laughs) There was there was a few more people than I thought that there would be. It wasn't a sellout by any stretch of the imagination because you got to remember too. Not far from uh, the Meadowlands is Harrison, uh, New Jersey, which is where the Red Bulls play, which is of course where Lionel Messi was making his MLS debut. So, uh, needless to say, the Jersey Turnpike was mm-hmm. a bit packed on Saturday night. But uh, all in all, it was a, I, I would probably say it was a. Louder roar for uh, the New York Jets. Uh, you know, I think what they and the Buffalo Sabres have the longest drought of non-playoff uh, years. I think it's 12. So the Jets trying to snap that, where the Giants, I think, have quite a few things more going for them at this particular point. So it, it was a good crowd. Obviously, uh, a little more Jets, and obviously because Aaron Rodgers uh, is creating the buzz. Yeah, cooked Cook to that backfield. You already got, to me, Rod, a playoff caliber defense. Uh, The Jets will make a definite push for a wild card spot. Are they better than Buffalo or Miami at this point? I say no, but again, I've been wrong before, but uh, the Jets definitely make a push for the wild card with Aaron Rodgers.
1: I got a a lot of questions, but not a lot of time. So uh, Ryan in New York State wants to know, Question for Mr. Fracasi with Corey Davis stepping away from football, will the Jets pick up a veteran receiver before the trade deadline?
2: Uh, it's, it's entirely possible. Plus, you got to look, too, uh, at these teams now as they try to get down to the 53-man roster. What tends to happen here, Rod, is there, there's going to be guys in camp. They'll try to, quote, sneak them through, end of quote. So if you like a guy and then ultimately you, you uh, let him go, But then you can bring him back to the practice squad. That other team, like the Jets, say if there's a receiver, I don't know, Tampa somewhere, for example, uh, that they try to sneak through that looks good in preseason, then the Jets may put in a claim for him, So they could do it that way uh, or, you know, maybe before the uh, trade deadline. Corey Davis, you know, you got to wonder what's going on in that young man's life. Uh, I believe there was a family member that may have passed like a year or two ago, something like that. Uh, And he was a fifth overall pick. Unfortunately, injuries had done him in. The Jets gave him a big contract, and he's been okay with them. So uh, hopefully for Corey Davis that he's able to get things going. And I'm not sure if he ever used the word retired. Maybe he just stepped away. So maybe, Rod, uh, later in the year or sometime next year, he winds up coming back either to the Jets or some team in the NFL.
1: Okay, Zig, a quick one. Um, they're wondering about, obviously, you're doing this show from home today. Are you, do you go into the studio anymore? And B, remember that day we had that tour? I got to tell folks, you poked your head into the, the uh, NFL radio studio, and Howard David was hosting his show. And Zig goes, Rod, this is Howard David. He was the voice of Sunday Night Football. And he goes, and the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> that That was so much fun uh you get in there much are you working from home what's the deal uh
2: actually i do my shows right here from the palatial estates in clifton new jersey Uh, but i do my sports updates three days a week out of our uh studios in new york city which of course you were uh, a part of it's it's kind of nice being able to uh, work at home to be perfectly honest with you so It's a good thing, but like I say, I'm there three days a week, and Howard David, one of the the great voices, great characters, and really a top-shelf broadcaster during his day.
1: Oh, is he ever? Howard David. Oh, my God. Here's the thing, Zig, I've told, believe it or not, so many people that you gave me that tour, and they go, especially radio people, and they're like, what's it like? What's it like? And I'm like, it looks just like a radio station. Would Agree or disagree? (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, and with uh, the Howard yeah. Stern, like you talked about that. I mean, he's his. He in his own world. He's got a different. He's got a couch in there. He's got a bathroom. He's got uh, the whole nine yards. And uh, really, one of the keys why SiriusXM thrived the way it did. By the way, uh, you're on previous segment, and I heard the discussion there with the Joe Namath. That was against the Raiders in the AFL championship game. Okay. So you heard, yes. yeah, I couldn't remember the team. I heard the discussion. You guys what were discussing. You, you dissed my boy, Sam Hartman, too. Notre Dame. You got to watch out for him this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just went with the one guy. Uh, I'll be watching <laughs> Curtis Rourke more than any. We'll be inundated with yeah. enough coverage for sure. Yeah. Zig, thanks right. for this, brother. Always a chat. Enjoy the football.
2: Back at you, Rod. Thanks for having me. Zig Bricasse, Sirius
1: XM, NFL Radio. I'll tell you more stories about that trip when we come back. God, Zig's one of the good ones. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Okay, we are back for overtime. Plenty of time for it. Very exciting day today. We've said it a few times. That's how excited I am that we are live on Roger Shaw Channel 230. From now to the end of time is what they tell me. So welcome to all the new viewers. You have now seven minutes to write us on the EMJ Marketing Text Line 902-518-33. And for those watching on streaming, I just saw the commercial on the break sober carpenter non-alcoholic beer. And I almost forgot that I ran in to the fridge and grabbed one. Too early for a sober carpenter, boys? I don't think so. This is the uh, organic session IPA. So damn good. I used to not, like eight and a half years sober here, but I used to not drink non-alcoholic beer because I thought it tasted like crap. This stuff doesn't. So, yeah, join the revolution. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Go to SoberCarpenter.com for a vendor near you or do what I did and Google Sober Carpenter and your town. Three miles away from me, Boca Town Center West has it. Uh, I will get to your comments in a moment, but a sports update on this... Monday, the Toronto Blue Jays sitting two and a half games back of an AL wildcard playoff spot after losing two of three weekend games to Cleveland. Open a three-game series tonight against the Nationals. Kevin Gosman will be on the mound for the Jays. Uh, 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 The Nats have won seven of their past ten. The losing streak that set futility football records and refused to end is finally over. The Canadian Football League's Edmonton Elks tripped up the Ottawa Red Black 30-20. Sunday night in a battle of last place teams, the Elks snapped a 22-game home losing skid that dated back to October of 2019. So we're not quite done discussing that, but I will tell you that our sports updates are brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Gran Turismo, it's based on the unbelievable true story of a team of unlikely underdogs a struggling working-class gamer, a failed former race car driver, and an idealistic motorsport executive. Together, they risk it all to take on the most elite sport in the world. Gran Turismo is an inspiring, thrilling, and action-packed story that proves that nothing is impossible when you're fueled from within. To the bat phone, regarding nicknames, if you just tuned in, how the hell did it come up we had chris knuckles nylon on in hour one i just love him to death he's in recovery like me and he ain't scared to tell you and uh, somebody said what well, that's got to be on the mount rushmore of nicknames uh knuckles and that created a topic throughout the whole show jim from balgoni writes in on the 902 text line he says, on the topic of nicknames, my son Elliot did his first ever play-by-play game for the Regina Thunder yesterday with color by the great Kelly the Silver Fox. Rempel, a good friend of mine, and to be honest, I have no idea how the Remps got that nickname other than his hair is silver, uh, but now it's more white. Thank you, Jeff, the Stams fan. He says he loves IPA. really digging this i'm telling you i didn't like the other non-alcoholic stuff um nelson our vp of sim events regarding the uh, i don't know where the comment was now he might have deleted it Oh, here it is he says howard stern has his own floor right let's talk about the more fun stuff the rod peterson show not sports center I don't know how Zig and I ever became friends or how that happened. But, anyways, I happened to be in New York City and I have photos of it. And Zig and I, I connected with him. I said, Tour of Sirius XM NFL Radio. Because I'll tell you, when that thing came out, satellite radio in 2005, I was beating on the door of Peter Bilt, the semi truck company, because I knew they were selling them. It's the only place. Where I lived, that had satellite radios, and I've been a subscriber ever since, and in retrospect, they were having a deal. For $500 US, you could have subscription for life. I didn't have $500 to spend, so I've been spending whatever the hell it is, 20 bucks a month ever since. Should have taken the deal. Anyways, went to New York. Sid gave me the tour. We got photo. You get off the elevator, and I want to say it's the 56th floor. Right downtown, Avenue, of the, I think it's 2212 Avenue of the Americas. In Manhattan, which is actually 6th Avenue. A couple blocks down from the NHL office. I think it's the 56th floor. Zig, if you're still watching, let me know. Get off the elevator. Go into the lobby. It looks like a scene from Suits. It looks like the office is in Suits. And if you turn right, that's Howard's office. But you can't go anywhere near it. Howard's studio. Howard Sterns. With the fists on the door. Zig's like, you can't go near there. Come with me. So we turn left. And just down the hall, when I say it's just like a radio station, if you've ever been in one, and I've been in millions. Oh, this is Sirius XM Hits One. This is ESPN Radio. This is NFL Radio. This is Oldies Honey, or whatever the hell. And as so as we leaned into the NFL studio, and Zig says, Brad, how he talks. This is Howard David." He used to be the voice of Sunday Night Football. And he looked back. Howard David had his glasses down on his nose. He goes, and the Miami Dolphins, and the New York Jets. And I said, cool, can I get a photo? He goes, if you must. But because I've been around a million grumpy old radio guys, and now I am one, I knew that he wasn't being a jerk. I'm just like that. I get it. So we got our picture. I still have them. You can go Google Zig Fricasse or Howard David, RodPeterson.com, and you'll find. Uh, it's David in Winnipeg says, Rod, do you ever listen to CFL games on Sirius? Of course I do. How do you think I get it when I'm traveling all over this land? Of course I do. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says, another great RP show with a great Zig Fricasse analysis as well. James in Border Manitoba says, I need my RP fix. Missed most of the show today, but it's why YouTube has rewind. Oh, yeah, it's great. Thank you, Ryan, in New York. He says the Sirius XM and New York Studios, located at 1221 Avenue of the Americas, a.k.a. 6th Avenue, which is what I said, right? Thanks to our crew, Clark and Jordan, uh, Chris Knuckles, Nolan, Zig Fercasi. We'll see you all tomorrow, right back here, noon Eastern on Game Plus and Key Radio.